<laughs> oh, what's good, everybody? What's good? It's been a long time, and I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Welcome to yet another delightful episode of the all-new Anhedonic Headphones Podcast 2 Electric Boogaloo. My name is Kevin Krein, and if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, I am the host of this podcast, and I am also the person who does all of the writing for the award-winning music blog, Anhedonic Headphones. Uh, This podcast is an extension of that blog where I interview my co-workers at my day job about the music that is important to them or has made an impact on them in some way throughout their life. This is episode six of the podcast, and before we get to my guest for today's show... Uh, Just a couple of gentle reminders. First and foremost, if you haven't already done so, you are strongly encouraged to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, You can do so in such convenient places as the iTunes Store or in Google Play. You can also subscribe to it and listen to it via Podbean, anhedonicheadphones.podbean.com. Uh, That is the site that I use that hosts all of these files, and it also has the full show notes, too, from every episode with uh, the song credits. Thanks, Ted. Ted, do you have anything else you want to say? No? That was the special needs cat that we're fostering right now. His name is Ted. He's a good dude. Um... If you haven't already done so, I would encourage you and welcome you to check out the website itself, anhedonicheadphones.blogspot.com. It has over five years worth of various writings. Uh, Many of them are album reviews. Some of them are columns that I've written for publications. Some of them are verbose personal essays. I feel like people who don't know me personally, who are listening to the podcast, are checking the site out because... Uh, There's been quite an increase in page hits on the site now, and I presume it's not all just my mom reading everything over and over again. So thank you to anybody who's checking things out who doesn't know me personally. I appreciate it. Uh, You can also hit me up on social media. There's a Facebook page for the blog. It's just Anadonic Headphones on Facebook. Um, I update it only when I have new content, so I'm not going to just constantly be a barrage of things in your newsfeed that you won't ever see anyway because of the algorithm uh i personally am on twitter you can follow me uh sometimes i tweet about music hot takes usually most of my tweets are just a big cry for help i am at kev e fly uh and i am also very similar on instagram where i post pictures mostly of cats um and sometimes just weird things that i see throughout the day it's a uh, at kev underscore e underscore fly so enough with the shameless self-promotion we should get to today's guest on episode six of the podcast uh again my co-workers are sliding through to talk about music that's important to them today's guest uh, has been at the co-op for a number of years since uh 2011 he uh has a delightful southern accent he's originally from gatlinburg tennessee Uh, He's worked many, many jobs before uh, settling in Northfield, and he has a a rich history in all kinds of music. So please welcome to the show, David Frost. (laughs) 
Okay, well, first, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Hey, thanks I, for having me. I appreciate it. Um, before we begin your musical journey here with the five songs that you've selected, I have uh, just a couple of questions. The first, and you don't have to do this one right now. Okay. It, I forgot to ask Jeremy this on the last one, and I've tried to ask everybody on the other ones, is your earliest musical memory from your life earliest musical memory yeah you don't if you don't know it off the top of your head you don't you want time to think about it you don't have to do it now but just like we can come back to it i I think it's like trucking songs man my dad was really into like country music so i just remember like uh hearing these like trucking songs like convoy I think is my <laughs> yeah, like and the con- like the convoy it. from The Simpsons, like where there's the one where Homer keeps yelling it through the probably like, yeah I okay I've seen that yeah where it's like convoy uh, yeah 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 <laughs> keep on trucking yeah night <laughs> um well that kind of in that it is it's interesting that you mentioned country music because that brings us to my other question or at least my observation about the songs that you picked as somebody from Tennessee. As somebody who I walk past your desk sometimes and hear like old timey country western sure, music, sure. both kinds, country yeah. and western, uh, you did not pick any country or western songs you to know, talk I, about, and I was I was a little surprised. It's uh, but this is your deal, so you don't have to pick things to like please the the host. Yeah, you know, it's that's something that I got into later oh okay was it when you like when you I were a kid you were country I, you know I, I know like i just said hey that's that's my earliest memory yeah but you were probably like man this is awful right yeah <laughs> well I, I just didn't i didn't like it very much sure. but as i've gotten older i appreciate older, okay. older country sure and, yeah and uh i guess another like really really early is i got into to the beatles and this was another thing i was going to mention through the Bee Gees. Like how does the that Bee, the Bee Gees had that sergeant peppers movie Oh, I don't sure. Know if you remember I've that. Heard, and that yeah, was my introduction it, yeah. to the Beatles, actually. Okay. And okay. then I got into, okay. you know, found out the real songs. Well, that was what another thing I was going to mention was that you, you didn't pick anything by the Beatles, and I was surprised because you were kind of like hyping that up yeah. or thinking about picking a Beatles song. It was very difficult, Kevin, to to you know settle on <laughs> on five songs, and I just what I, what I ultimately did oh. is I picked a, a song that I uh, by an artist that I. Uh, didn't used to like that I now do. Okay. A uh, new song, and then the other three songs are just songs I have actually something to say about in the okay. stories. Okay, okay. Well, that's great. Um, Instead of just, oh, I, I used to like that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you that, that you put some effort into this and some thought into it, because I'm, I'm sure I, everyone's like, man, this is so difficult, and I haven't done this to myself, so I offhand i don't think it would be but then the more i think about it i'm like yeah that would be quite a challenge for me yeah. to sit down and do this so i, I, I mean, shouldn't there's so many bands that i love yeah. that i've yeah. left off like the violent films and uh, the pixies and the, i mean just so many <laughs> uh, but it was great because it forced me to go back and listen to a lot of music i hadn't listened to it sure in a long sure. time and, and uh, to, to think about what i was going to do for this yeah. one baby two another says i'm lucky to let you I'm 
So we're going to begin with uh, Nirvana yep. with uh, something off of Nevermind. Correct. So now what you often talk about living through the grunge era and being in your early 20s I during was, the grunge era. I was 21 the year punk broke. <laughs> um, so were you like there at the cutting edge of it or did you take some time to warm up to it or like well, the very first time I heard a Nirvana song, I don't remember if you know, I'm, well, maybe we've talked about this, uh, 100, and, or uh, no, no. 120 minutes? Not 120 minutes. What was the one with Ricky Rackman? I'll Headbangers think, Ball. A headbang, okay. Okay, yeah. so I'm watching Headbangers Ball and Smells Like Teen Spirit comes on. Yeah. And I was totally in my metal state of mind. Sure, so I'm like, sure. this ain't metal. Click. <laughs> uh, but then what happened was a few days later, I actually heard it on the radio. And it was such a popular song at the time that the classic rock radio uh, DJ made this big deal about, hey, uh, I know this isn't classic rock, guys, but I really like this new band. And they played on the radio. And I heard it without any uh, you know, uh, connotation sure, behind it. Sure, sure. I was like, wow, that's a good song. <laughs> um, so you weren't aware of like al- the album before no. this one, Bleach, or any of that? No. Okay, okay. No, is uh, I think I actually had heard Pearl Jam before I heard sure. Nirvana, too. Sure, uh, But I just went through probably my first real breakup uh, <laughs> with a girl. Okay. And uh, this came out at a time when I was like, wow, this kind of reminds me of my punk rock youth. Sure, sure. And... Uh, the rest is history. Started playing guitar because of that. Oh, really? Wow. Wow.
So what made you pick Drain You then off of that album? Is that like your favorite song off the album? or uh, You know, that whole album I think is great. Yeah. But that's the one I... I just it's it's a, it's a great song. Uh, it's got that real weird uh, break in the middle. Which yes, is it does. Kind of just a monotone. And uh, we used to cover it in a band. I used to like to play that one. Um, this is a probably a good time to mention. Like you are a guitar player, and you do. Do you play anything else? Do you play bass, I, drums, I can, keyboard? Yeah, I can play pretty much anything. Dulcimer with, with strings on it. Okay. Um, if you melodica. Yeah, just enough time to figure it out. I'll, I'll figure out something to do with it and make a noise with it. Um, so you were in bands before you moved to Northfield, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Just only ha- in Tennessee you were in bands? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what happened was Nirvana came out. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine gave me the transcription to the entire album. Oh, wow. And I sat down and learned it. Okay. And I would play along with it over and yeah. over and over. And then I immediately formed a band oh wow okay and, and okay at first i was just a guitarist i wasn't okay. singing okay uh, we were called plug <laughs> let me get a plug in there for plug <laughs> uh, and it was a grunge band sure you know. sure did you write any originals or did you just do we mostly did originals okay, okay. so i would write the music a lot of times and the guy who the other guitarist and singer would uh write the lyrics okay are you still in touch with any of those guys? Um, you know, over sparsely, Facebook. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Any plug reunion shows coming up? No, no, okay, no, probably not. <laughs> uh, I think the singer, his name is Robbie Trosper. He's, um, I think he play, just does like guitar for hire for oh sure guys back home. Okay, um, the drummer I think still plays in bands, but I haven't okay. talked to him in a while. Okay, all right. And the bass player is in a, uh, a goth band. <laughs> called uh, Cyclone Nine now. Okay, so. all right. Well, there you have it. Um, so, anything else you want to say about Drain You and Nirvana? Nah, let's just listen to it. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what we do here, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the magic of computer editing, oh, you just, it'll yeah, okay. be faded in and out. I see, I see. Uh, in post-production. I can throw it on if you really want to hear no, it, like no, right it's now. Fine. Okay. I, I thought that was the whole thing. We were going to listen to them and... Stare at each no, other. no, that's not how this works. <laughs> okay, that's okay, the, yeah. the the magic of GarageBand is I just chop the song up and throw little bits of it. In this is all fake. There. I'm out of here. <laughs> My podcast is an actual sham. So, moving into the Dead Kennedys, yep, Halloween. Yep. Um, this is, I. This is the first time, I've, I, to my knowledge, that I've actually heard a Dead Kennedys song because I. Wow. Well, I was always aware of the Dead Kennedys. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, because I'm a little bit younger than you, which is a little bit. <laughs> That's a secret, Kevin. <laughs> I'm trying to 
keep my youthful you're thir- image. You're, you're turning 39 again this year. <laughs> yeah, um, again. But so like the Dead Kennedy, the, like the logo is iconic. I remember seeing it in the catalogs of band T-shirts that I would get, sure. and I remember they get referenced in a song. Do you remember the band Goldfinger? They're like oh, yeah. a punk ska band. Sure. They get referenced in a Goldfinger song. Didn't they do a cover of? Um, 99 red balloons yeah 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 yeah, That's yeah. I remember them from. um but so i never was in a position to really sit down and be like i'm gonna listen to the dead kennedys okay um but so this is like punk punk like the 80s oh it's pretty second, second generation hardcore like LA punk. Yeah, yeah yeah um and what happened and how i got into that uh, there was a guy that lived across the street from me he's about four years older than me yeah tony mccauley he was sent off to military academy uh-huh and somewhere around Nashville, okay. came back with a stack about a foot and a half high of punk rock records. Yeah. And he's like, hey, check this out. You might like it. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting that he went to Military Academy and came back with punk records. Yeah, like, right. So that obviously didn't work out for him, really, the nah, way it was intended. Nah, he was um, he was definitely, uh, he was, he's probably a guy that really influenced me okay. musically okay. and in my, probably my attitude of life more than <laughs> anybody. He was... He was, a, he was a questioner, and he made sure. me a questioner. Okay. Are you still keep in touch with him? Know what happened to him? Lose touch with him? Oh, unfortunately, he's dead. Oh no! Oh no! That's uh, a sad story. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you got to keep the memory alive with punk, his punk records. Well, it just uh, that's it changed the course of my life. You know, being in Sevierville, Tennessee, in nineteen. This would have been about nineteen eighty-one or two. Oh wow! Okay. Maybe eighty-three, somewhere in there, early eighties. Okay. Uh, so, you know, everything was just whatever's on MTV is sure. what people liked. And I come in with, uh, you know, I decide I'm going to rip the knees out of my jeans. And, uh, and everybody's like, what is wrong with this kid? And, uh, you know, did you, ever, did you have a bunch of face piercings that have since no, closed up? No, oh, no, okay. no. Okay. I had my ears pierced later, but you okay. know, I was too young and didn't even think about anything like that at okay. that point. But, uh, what were some of the other bands that he got you into? Uh, the Ramones, okay. the Sex Pistols, uh, DRI, the Bad Brains. Uh, Do you listen to the Germs? Germs, okay. Great Britain, yeah. Hardcore. Uh, okay. Uh, and I'm 
Hampshire anymore. That I okay. can't no longer remember. They're lost in time. Yeah. Okay. Wall of Voodoo, I think, was in there. Not not so punk, but also there's some some other stuff besides punk. There was like a um, Spandau Ballet, I think, was <laughs> one of them. Uh, um, That's very unpunk. And I'm trying to my own personal. Oh, Jesus, Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't get there. Uh, That's that, okay. That was one of them. Uh, I remember really liking that song. People are people, so why can't it be? You remember that? I one? I don't know that one. Uh, it's like really early Depeche Mode. Oh, okay. Yeah. I it was more of like later to mid Depeche Mode. Okay, sure. Um, they're like early, early stuff is not my jam. Yeah. So what about Halloween by the Dead Kennedys? What did what made you pick this one? Um, I just, you know, I needed to pick a Dead Kennedy song. Okay. No, <laughs> but uh, I always like that song because the message of the song is people are fake. Sure. Except like, on Halloween when they've got a mask on. Oh, and I was going to say, the real, they, the real I thought you were going to say people are fake just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Kevin. Everybody knows your podcast is real. We're really listening to the songs right now. <laughs> this is going to be a thrill to cut together. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> no, 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 no. No podcast thus far has been a nightmare. Everything uh, has been fine, and I'm appreciative of people yeah. taking the time to do this because it's, it's been a, it's been a joy to listen to them. That, that's very kind of you to, to listen. I you know I put them out there. I never know who like it, it's always like the people I know usually are supportive of things like reading stuff I've written or like listening to yeah. the podcast. But like I assume strangers in the world are listening to this too. Yeah, because it's yeah. out there in very public forums, and so I just I, I don't know who's throwing it out there, learning about right. me and all my coworkers. Yeah, I know what you mean. Though. I was in bands. You, like, yeah, your friends are always like, "That's great." Yeah, you know. Yeah. How come none of my people who aren't friends tell me that? <laughs> I want validation from strangers, goddammit. <laughs> right. I know you guys. <laughs> oh, well, I feel so loose tonight. I might fall to pieces. So be prepared to sweep me out the door. And I might be horizontal by the time the music ceases. So I think I'll get acquainted with the floor Oh, I was trying to get away from the things that I always do Hello, floorboards, once again, how are you? Lip service, that's all you ever get from me Well, how could you believe I take you seriously? With your cheap rewards, your blackmail, and your comical rage. But just remember you'll only be the boss so long as you pay my wage. All the signposts on this road that... Moving forward, this is kind of a sharp contrast from the very punky, aggressive... Uh, beginnings of this we've moved into elvis costello yeah and especially this elvis costello song which is very sad and sparse in comparison to some of the other material on this album this is a song that um i did not used to like oh really okay okay you did you don't like elvis costello at all or did did not okay i have grown to like okay and how i got into him he was on stephen colbert one night sure uh, he had laryngitis and couldn't sing, so Stephen Colbert actually sang this song on his show. Oh, wow, okay. And I thought, wow, that's a pretty good song. So okay. I sat down and learned it on guitar. Okay. And then started revisiting some of his older okay. stuff. And okay. I was like, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, 
he i have this album my aim is true okay. and this is like really the only one of his that i ever got into i don't really like his newer like because he's kind of like americana-esque now isn't his later stuff less oh. new wave kind of I energetic think, you know I, I i don't know his whole catalog okay. i know he's got that one song for the pbs show watching the de- detectives yeah that's uh, on this album too okay yeah this has like pretty much any if you name like a very popular elvis costello it's song album. it's on this album okay. yeah, yeah like allison is on here okay and um welcome to the working week is a great one it's like very short i used to open my radio when i worked in radio in town here i used to open up my show on Mondays with that because okay, so, it's like a minute long. So you've been an Elvis Costello fan, not like me. For, for I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I have this record and okay. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I think I got it at a half price books. I think I like this, the line out of this one where it's like, a, you'll only be the boss of me as long as you pay my wage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is, uh, it's it's not really reflective of the rest of the album but yeah. it was cool so that's that's neat how many years ago was this was this stephen colbert on cbs or stephen colbert on comedy yeah, central this is comedy central okay so this, this was probably 10 years okay, ago 11 wow. years ago okay all right that's I cool that he still him. came on the show yeah. and could he talk and just not sing he was very like quiet sure you know okay but, uh, yeah he's like he couldn't his, I, I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't laryngitis. You'll look at it and be like, that guy's a liar. But it, there was some reason that Colbert ended up singing this okay. song. Okay. Oh, but you could say that you love me very painlessly. I would have done the same for you. Oh, but you said to me, left your service, but that's all you'll ever get from me. Well, how could you believe I'd take you seriously? With your cheap rewards, your blackmail, and your comical rage. But just remember you'll only be the boss so long as you pay my wage. Just remember you'll only be the boss so long as you pay my wage. So, forging ahead... Everybody hurts. Yep. REM. REM. Yeah. Now, as somebody from the South, was REM like a big deal to you when you were younger? They're the band that I feel like I actually discovered. I was. Oh, really? Okay. Remember the first time I heard him? I was uh, staying over at a friend's house. I was in eighth grade, and he lived up on a real high hill mm-hmm. in our town, and so he could pick up the University of Tennessee Knoxville College Station. Oh, okay. Okay. So we would listen to it in the evenings, and. Uh, Radio Free Europe came on. Okay. I just remember that pop, pop. Yeah, that, yeah, know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. And um, also with R.E.M., I went and saw them. I saw them on the Green Tour in 1987. Oh, wow. Yeah. When your day is long. And then I 
actually got to hang out with Michael Stipe and his entire family uh, for about an hour and a half uh, <laughs> one one afternoon. When was this? I worked at a, an aquarium as a diver. Oh, right, right, so right, right. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah. yeah, so I do dive shows and maintenance dives. And somebody walked up to me that I was working with, and they said, hey, Michael Stipe from REM's here. And I'm like, no way. And I look over, and there he is. So I walked over and introduced myself and offered him a back-behind-the-scene tour sure. of the aquarium. And uh, spent an hour and a half just hanging out with him and his mom and dad and brothers and sisters. Wow. And nieces and nephews. So what were they doing in was – in, was this in Tennessee? Yeah, yeah this is okay. Gallenberg. So I guess they rent a cabin there every oh, year. Oh, okay. And uh, the family just meets there and has was a this, vacation. Was like what era Michael Stipe is this? Like? This would have been like probably post all their hits. This was okay. like early 2000s. Oh, wow. So, yeah, okay. I'm thinking like 2003 or wow. something like that. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Was he a nice dude? He was super nice and very gracious. His mom actually ended up sending me a picture of me and him. I'm passing a skink, which is a, a type of lizard off sure. to him. And it's taking his claws into us. So we're both kind of like, ah, you know. And, uh, so it was very nice of her to do that. That's wild. Yeah, she, That's great. So what, um, of all the REM songs in the world, of which there are many, many of them are great. Yeah, um, I, I love a lot of them. I, yeah. I just picked this one because I felt like anytime I'm in a bad mood and I listen to that song, it's just it's just such a universal song. Sure. Everybody can relate to that sure, song. Sure, sure. And it just always makes me feel better. When I, I, I really like REM. Um, I feel like I should like them a little more than I do. Yeah. Um, this... I remember the first time I saw this video. Do you remember seeing this video? Yes, yeah, they're in traffic, right? Yeah, and then everyone the... gets out of the car. Yeah. yeah, I remember just being kind of like stopped in my tracks by it. I was like a kid, and yeah. I was watching it. And I actually like, called my mom into the living room and was like, "We, sh- you need to watch this. Like, this is this is something." Yeah. And uh, yeah, she got she bought this album when I was a kid, and we we played it a lot. There's... This one and uh, the one before it, "Out of Time." Yeah, I always just felt like they're really pure artists. You know, they really home their craft and never really sold out you know yeah yeah
And they were the the leaders of the alternative vanguard. You know, it's yeah. called college rock. College rock, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back then, but yeah. then that's what turned into alternative. Yeah. The Pixies and then Nirvana and yeah. the grunge movement. Did you on. get into any other bands of like a similar sound or ilk like REM? Like, have you heard of Miracle Legion? I haven't. Okay, they, they were from like, they were from the like New England area. Same time period. Okay. Same kind of jangly. Okay. Pop rock like kind sound. Of bird sound in yeah. Guitar. Um. They they were always kind of like the lesser known college rock band to REM's okay. kind of like popularity. But I wasn't sure if you had gotten into that whole kind of like subgenre, theoretical genre. Get you to remind me their name later. And okay, I'll check them out. I can write it down for <laughs> yeah. you if you want. I'm always like quick to tell people about Miracle Legion because I really like them a lot. Did you ever watch the Nickelodeon show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete? No. I was okay. Probably probably out uh, working and and uh, you know. Chasing ladies and stuff. This, that's this what they do. They knock stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, get down from there. No, Pete and Pete was a an early '90s Nickelodeon show about two redheaded brothers named Pete. Okay. And Miracle Legion did the music for the show, oh, which okay. is how a lot of people who were not gotcha. alive during the 1980s gotcha. or like into college rock in the 1980s heard about them. Okay. Because they had written an album's worth of songs for the show. Is something drastically different from everything else. Yep. And again, when I was when you sent me this list, uh, I was also surprised that there was no like early '90s rap music on here because that is something you and I kind of talk about uh, off and on at work. Uh, the Beastie Boys almost made the list. Okay, but, what Beastie song would you have done? Uh, oh man, I don't, I don't know. Sabotage. No. Okay. No, I don't know. Shake your rump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. The thing is, I don't even know. Maybe uh, 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 what's the one? So what you want? So what you what you what you want? But yeah. I, you know, I really love Paul's Boutique. Yeah. yeah, I got into them, of course, when License Deal came sure, out. And sure, sure. Sixteen. And yeah, that was the album of the year. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they did Paul's Boutique, and I thought there's there's something more to these guys than just like stupid antics and party rock. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, but you you've picked something. Uh, so who is this? Is called Booty Swing. Yeah. And who is this by? This is, if I'm pronouncing it, Parlov Stella. Let me see what the text that you sent me said, because I didn't write down the artist's name on my little scrap of paper here for this. So, yeah, so Parov, Parov Stellar. Yeah. And now this was something, first of all, do you know that they play this song at work regularly I, in one of the hours I of rotation? Yeah. Actually. When when you sent me this and I started to realize what it was, I was like, does he have any idea that we hear this like almost every day? <laughs> I sure didn't. <laughs> no, this is something I just actually, uh, you know, was YouTubing, going down the YouTube rabbit hole of songs and following. I discovered this thing called Electro Swing. And, yeah. Um, how many years ago did you get into this? Because we, we were just talking about this the other yeah, day. Just, and I, just recently, really. Okay. I mean, there was there was some stuff called. Um, oh, I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, 
Glitch Hop? Is Glitch that what we're talking hop, yeah. about? Yeah. So there was that. I discovered that a few years back, which okay. kind of had it, was, it had an electro swing kind of song, but it was some of it was blues. Sure. Um, but but so what that. this is is somebody taking it's like DJs or like producers who take yeah. old music and then like chop it up right. to put it to a contemporary produced beat. There, correct. There are yes. That's okay. What this group. Is. Okay. Uh, there, but I think also they're starting to work with newer artists. Okay. Uh, and there's a band called uh, Caravan Palace that George turned me on to. Okay. Works in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're writing original songs and playing instruments. And, oh, okay. Uh, but so it's in the same kind of fashion. Same kind of jazzy swing, uh, dance EDM. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, so. On paper, that kind of sounds like an absolute train wreck. Yeah. But like, I don't really. This is not really my thing, especially since we hear it all the time at work. And I'm right. like, what is this? <laughs> uh, but I can see why people would like this. I mean, it's something familiar, but it's just been kind of modernized. Because yeah. like the well, the big com- bandy stuff is like an actual like old big band song. Yeah, that they, it, it, yeah. Re- it combines my love of swing and my love of EDM. So it okay. Was, uh, you know, I was a rave kid of the 90s. I went to <laughs> many, many raves and dance clubs. Have sunglasses with like aliens on them? I didn't. No. Okay, I was right. still grunge when I went to the raves. Did you stick out like a sore thumb at a rave when, with a flannel shirt and ripped jeans? Nah, there's there's a lot of us there. Okay, yeah. okay. I All think right. they kind of cross pollinate. Like the Venn the, de- the Venn diagram of people at a rave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All sure. right. <laughs> so you know it's uh, it's just the the '90s, man. Everything was going. <laughs> Fax machines, raves, yeah. pagers. <laughs> Um, so, so of all the, um, electro swing stuff, is this like your favorite one or the one that's like most nah, readily just accessible? Literally or, just okay. had to pick a song of something new and this okay. is like really the only new music I've kind of gotten into. Oh really? Recently. You don't just sit down and with your free time like I do and just comb the internet for hours on end looking for the what, next big thing or? What is this free time you speak of? <laughs> Um, like when you're not at work. Yeah. When, Again, you're like, what is this? Yeah. Time? No, yeah okay. I mean, you know, when I, you're not I, doing chores or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting in, back into it. Okay. You know, when I first moved here, I kind of got out of playing music because I lived with someone else um, who I'm now married sure, to. Sure. Sure. Um, and, 
nobody wants to hear you play music. You know, they, they your partners like get so tired of listening to you start a song fifty times while you're working on a part of it. You know? Yeah. So I just uh, kind of got out of it and got busy with work. You know? Sure. Now, so when may I ask you? You have lived in Northfield since 2011, 2012. Correct. So what? As someone from Tennessee, what brought you to Northfield? I was just going to be a transient. My father and stepmom were living here at yeah, the time, yeah, and yeah. I was going. I was working for the postal service oh, as okay. a sub, so I was okay. only working one or two days a week, and okay. didn't particularly enjoy that job. Sure. Um, so I'm like, well, what do I want to do with my life? And I thought, well, I want to brew beer. Okay. So I was going to come here, uh-huh. live with them, save money for yeah, two years, yeah. brew beer, and then go to. Um, UC Davis, which has a brewmaster program oh, in okay. California, was, okay. my, was my plan. Okay. That was totally derailed. And now I'm a Northfield Raider, as uh, evidenced by the sweatshirt I'm wearing. I was going to say, you've, you've, I, I've noticed you've copped some Northfield Raiders sweatshirt recently yeah. and been sporting it a lot. Yeah. Um, so you're rooting for the home team now? I'm, I'm a native, my friend. <laughs> Did you make, have you made yourself a townie in less than a decade? Yeah, I, Con- I think so. Congratulations I'll, on it, your success. It I, wasn't a big leap. I was a townie back home, so I've just changed towns, you know. I'm still really trying to get in there with townie status. <laughs> Even after like 13 years, I don't think probably, I'm there. Probably know the locals think I'm a townie, you know. That's how that goes. So what made you, so you, you decided not to go and brew beer and you stuck around and you got a job at the co-op. Like what, what made you want to like stick around here? Well, I met, I met Shani, Shani, my yeah. wife, okay. and, uh, you know, okay. and the co-op kept promoting me, so. <laughs> and now here you are, and doing it, big things at the co-op, yeah, brewing now, beer at your house, yeah, not yeah, playing instruments. I'm starting to play again. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to work up a set. Just Do so you like, have, like, a soundproof room that you can go to that's not, you're not going to bother her or anyone? No, but we, okay. she's, uh, you know. More supportive? Or? Well, and she's just doing a lot more catering gigs, and, okay. and she's doing her, uh pizza night so, so i've got more time where i can okay. actually just be alone with okay. my practice and sure. my instrument sure because my wife plays the bassoon okay and she plays in the orchestra the community orchestra in town so like when she has to rehearse her stuff here she just goes in the office but okay. i can still hear it but i usually just put headphones on to try to kind of muffle it a little okay. bit but it's like I, I I mean I get what you're saying about like you don't want to just be like annoying the shit out of somebody regularly with just like right. endless practicing, but at the same time I'm like, you live here too. Like she oh, lives yeah, here yeah. too. I mean it's I not Sean, be, yeah. yeah it's not like Shawnee saying I can't do this. I just uh, I don't want to hear I those chords. Ever I like again. to be alone when I'm practicing. Sure. So when it sounds terrible, no one is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Know, she's yeah. like ah, <laughs> <laughs> cringe. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but I'm getting back into it. I'm okay, I'm trying good. to work up a set and just, uh, not that I'm even going to go play out. I was going to say, are you going to book a show? Are we yeah, going to get we'll, you a we'll house show what, or something? We'll, we'll see what happens. You're going to get a loop station yeah. and uh, and and be a one-man one band? You think Wendy would start a, uh, uh electro swing band with me? <laughs> She's already in a band with Paige. Okay. Yeah, she started a band. Uh, it's acoustic guitar and bassoon. They're called Lady Inter- Boss. In- interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they've been rehearsing on Saturdays for do, a year now. Originals? No. Okay. I think Paige has some. Well, I mean, Paige has original songs. I think they've kind of like done a, like one or two of those together. Okay. But it's usually just like songs from the '90s that they really like. Some, I love covering wacky songs. I was in a punk rock band that covered anything but a punk rock song. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you like, made everything punk. Like that 303 song. Uh, Black dress. Da, 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 da. I don't know what that is. I don't. Uh, you're three hundred three. I is that a thing? I'm not sure what it's that a is. Band. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, or we'd cover like Beatles songs, but, but we would 
play them. Like like me first in the Gimme Gimme. Oh, okay, if you've sure. Ever heard yeah, of I've heard guys. it. Yeah, so yeah. It's kind of that premise. Okay, okay. Would you start a band here in town, or have you looked at starting a band here in town? If, or if I had time, I would okay. totally start a band. Okay. Why do you want to start a band? No. <laughs> I would bring nothing to the table. I still except my charismatic personality. I think uh, that would be enough. <laughs> I can just cup the mic and be like, hot fire. I spit hot fire. And yeah. then you can just play some guitar I, over that. I still love the idea of doing like, like a, a three-piece hip-hop about like... About the co-op? About co-op, the co-op, co-op hip-hop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can rap about vegetables and fruits. Sure. And yeah, I got I should get some lyrics down on paper then probably. Grass-fed beef. <laughs> we won't make you rap about I'm not. That. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm going to sit that one out. Someone else can take that one. <laughs> Well, um, is there anything else you want to toss in here before uh, before the end of the show? Nah, man, I appreciate you having me over. And uh, well, yeah, thank you for a, been ma- fun. taking time out of your day to slide through and talk about tunes, and especially for taking time to make a list of songs you want to talk about, because, again, I know that that's a uh, taxing exercise that I have inadvertently put on to people. Yeah, it was uh, it was a joy, though. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> took me back to... Uh, listening to a lot of songs I hadn't listened to in a long time. That's good because everyone, like some other people that I've asked, have been like, like, v- like visibly distraught with anxiety at the sheer idea of yeah. of doing this. I mean, I'm thinking about not that's okay. just the talking part, but the idea of sitting, like, sitting down and like going through like your iTunes library or like thinking right. about music in like uh like a conversational sense. Yeah, it's great because I just haven't been listening to music much and it's okay. gotten me back into it. So That's great. Me and Shawnee have actually been pulling up stuff and, and uh, taking turns playing songs. Oh, there you, know? you go. We have there quite, you go. Quite different musical tastes. Oh, what does uh, she what does she listen to? Uh, she loves like Nico Case and uh so like alt country. All alt country. No, okay. No. Did you know Nico Case came in the co-op a couple weeks ago? That's what Kyle said. I I wouldn't know her if I saw her, but I do like her music. Yeah, um, I don't know what she was doing in Northfield, but she was in Northfield and she came through the co-op. I heard about it all the next I'm, day. I'm sure, I'm sure she just heard about us up in the cities, man. JFC all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kyle, why didn't you text me? And he was like, I know. I'm sorry. I just was. He was like so starstruck. Would, would you have went up to her and talked to her? Or? Well, I was at home and I would have had to walk back into town. Right. Um. I can see you peering around a corner. Well, that's the thing is, I don't want to be a creeper. (laughs) Um, But I was like, damn, that would have been a cool brush with fame to be like, Nico Case, thanks for coming in. What brings you by? She likes Arcade Fire, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, like, Spoon. She's really Spoon. Okay. Okay. All right. So, like, indie rock? Yeah. Okay. As if that's like a, that's like an ambiguous kind of term now, anyway. Yeah. And she loves all the classics, like the Beatles and the Stones, that kind of stuff. Sure. Okay. Well, um, Frost, thanks so much for coming through yeah. again and being a part of the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Of I had, course. A, had a great time.